Peace and blessings. This is Ayodeli Fueca of BossyBruja.com. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm having a hard time getting this thing recorded. Um, my phone keeps pausing for some reason. So if there are weird stops and starts, that's why. Um, welcome to season two of our podcast. This is episode one, our first episode of 2020. Um, I took the first three weeks off, traveled to Paris and London. I was able to visit the Louvre. Loved it. Didn't really like Paris otherwise. And then I went to London. I met my writing partner, um, who I met online when I was 15 years old. We've been writing together for years and I met him for the first time. So that was awesome. I also got to visit Watkins, which is the oldest occult bookshop in London so if you're ever in the neighborhood you should totally check those things out um I oh my goodness feel so anxious recording um which is not really like me um but I've decided to transmute this energy into a creation uh the creation in this instance is a podcast episode Um, and we're going to be talking today about insecurities because the way that I do my content um, with some of you who have been you know following along for a while know is I just talk about whatever is on my mind whatever is most pressing most present in my life and I usually have great success in connecting with other people um because I'm I'm very real, I'm very present with myself, and I'm very honest. So that has worked for me thus far, <laughs> and I'm pretty confident that it's going to continue working for me. So because I've been feeling these feelings of insecurity, that is the topic we, we must discuss. Another reason, um, it's not just that I'm honest, right? So one of the major reasons that I simply discuss whatever is most pressing um, in my life or on my mind is because I have a really hard time not thinking about what I'm thinking about. Like, I'm not one of these people who can just put important things on the back burner. Um, I have to talk about it. Like, I have to get it out of my mind so that I can move on to other things. That's why, like, you know, practices like morning pages where you kind of wake up and do a a mind dump or a brain dump is really powerful um, for those overthinkers amongst us. Um, Because when things are, like, clogging up your mind, it creates kind of, like, a dam, Um, wherein your creative juices are not flowing the way that they, you know, that they could. So we got to talk about insecurities. It's not, you know, it's not something I (laughs) want to talk about, but here we are. So yeah. Um, another thing is, even though I usually just discuss whatever's most pressing, uh, in my mind, I do encourage you guys to send me, um, voice notes on the anchor app and let me know what you would like to hear about. We are at a 4.5 rating, um, on this podcast, which lets me know that some of you are not enjoying it. Um, and if that is related to the topics, then you're more than welcome to suggest topics and, and what you would like to hear about. Um, also lets me know that I should probably try to be a little bit more consistent so that you all can enjoy your time here with me. So I'm going to be working on that in 2020. You can hold me to it. Thank you very much. Um, so 
Let's start this conversation about insecurities. And then if I'm feeling up to it, we can then get back into maybe some general witchiness. (laughs) I hope that you enjoyed this um, episode. Thanks for finding me and thanks for listening. Before we get started, one of the things that I mentioned in the very beginning um, that I would like to do is start each episode with a prayer or a meditation of some kind. So I am just going to do uh, a scientific prayer to help alleviate feelings of anxiety. So if you would, please, if you can, I know some of you are probably with the children or you are like driving or something. So to the best of your ability, just relax your body, drop your shoulders, unclench your jaw, let your face rest, (laughs) Um, let go of the tension, breathe it out and take a nice deep belly breath, fill your belly up like a balloon. Close your eyes if you can and exhale through your mouth. Spirit is here fully present, ever giving of her wonderful self. Spirit is the source of our life, our magic, our power, and our knowledge. And we are so grateful because we know spirit is exactly where we are always and is ever giving of herself, withholding no good thing from us. So if there's something we need to know or if there's a healing we need to experience and demonstrate or if there's a prosperity that we are, we're working toward or, or requesting, we know that everything we need to access that is immediately available to us. So the thoughts that we need to think, the ideas we need, the actions we need to perform, the work we need to do, the connections we need to make to bring about a new reality are available and present to us now. So we are grateful for this knowing. We're grateful for the confidence that this knowing brings to us, the sense of self-trust, knowing that spirit is the center and core of ourself that we possess these incredible minds, these hearts, this willpower, um, that we can direct the energy that surrounds us with and create change in our life, which is magic, which is the practice of magic. We are grateful for these beautiful bodies and we're grateful for all of the communications that come through these bodies. Um, And we... We allow our bodies to experience more calm, more relaxation, more steadiness and stillness by um, intentionally engaging the practice of meditation and stillness, centering and grounding or rooting as I like to call it, where we simply have a seat, take some breaths and remember that our root chakra roots us down into the core of the planet and we see this energy rooting down into the earth and helping us to experience stability and fortification we experience this by visualizing um our 
root chakra as actual roots reaching down into the earth. And when we take the time to do this, we immediately feel a sense of peace, of poise, of centeredness and groundedness. So we're grateful for this practice that is available to us in any moment of any day, no matter where we are, we can always take a moment to breathe and to visualize roots extending from our root chakra down into the earth until it is wrapping itself around the warm core of this beautiful planet that we get to experience right now. And because we know that anxiety and nervousness is usually simply some form of a of a communication from our body, um, we take more time to tune into ourselves to listen to these communications so that our bodies are not like going haywire so that our brains are not going haywire so often (laughs) so we are listening to ourselves or listening to our bodies we are going with the change we are present for ourselves and because we are Um, actively present, actively tuning into ourselves, we experience more poise and peace in our bodies. I release this prayer to law, trusting and knowing that it is made right, perfect and exact, and that it goes out through every cell in our bodies, the new cells that are being created now form themselves after a pattern of poise and peace and we know that relaxation is our ours for the experiencing uh we consider it done we consider it so and so it is thank you for praying with me um so the first thing that i want to kind of touch on um as we discuss insecurity um is the definition of insecurity, which I did have pulled up earlier. I don't think it's there anymore. Um, Oh, yes, it is. (laughs) So insecurity is uncertainty or anxiety about oneself, a lack of confidence, self-doubt, diffidence. Um, But the other definition, the one that kind of feels a little bit more... um, reflective of like how I've been feeling for the last couple of weeks is the state of being open to danger or threat, a lack of protection, unstable, unsecured, loose, rickety, rocky, wobbly. Um, the first thing that I do want to say is that confidence is trusting yourself Um, It's trusting yourself and your ability to respond to um, whatever situations that life presents to you. Um, So if you do feel some type of um, shakiness when it comes to that, um, then that might be the form of insecurity you're experiencing. If you're dealing with any anxiety, which is, you know, we just did a prayer to kind of help you. Um, experience more peace and relaxation. I do also want to highlight the definition of anxiety, which is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome, worry, concern, apprehension, um, consternation. Um, 
And then in psychiatry, of course, it's a nervous disorder characterized by a state of excessive uneasiness and apprehension, typically with a compulsive disorder or panic attacks. Um, I'm not a licensed professional, so we're not really going to go into like the psychiatry <laughs> definition so much. Um, what I am discussing here with insecurity is like this feeling of unease, instability, shakiness, um, worry, um, and, you know, feelings of kind of like doubt and and nervousness. Um, so as I've been observing myself, I've been kind of asking like, what are the causes of insecurity? So I came up with like a list. (laughs) Um, and obviously we're two different people. So your experiences with insecurity and, and what may be causing your insecurity, like if you're dealing with like some type of a um, psychosis um, it could be hormonal like it could be a lot of different things and if you if you feel like you're dealing with an actual dis- like nervous disorder that's something that you would need to seek um, professional support with um, but for me insecurity is being caused by changes in relationships overthinking other people's opinions carrying way too much weight a feeling of disconnection which I think goes back to changes in relationships questioning myself uh, being outside of my comfort zone growing quitting bad habits changing habits in general um or just like doing something new which is another way of saying being outside of your comfort zone gaps in spiritual practice focusing on weak ass haters and doubting oneself so let's go through this list a little bit more slowly um so that you're you know perfectly clear about what i'm saying and maybe you can um listen to my list and and figure out if any of these you know, changes are affecting you in your life. Um, because you know, feelings of insecurity, um, I think are really closely related to stress and stress that happens as a result of you making, you know, life changes. So if you're, if you've moved or if you've gotten sick or you you know, recently healed from a sickness, there's a divorce or a separation, some type of a relationship changing your family, um, that directly affects you, or you've, you know, recently lost anyone, um, you know, lost them in any capacity, a breakup, um, I don't know if I already said it, but a move or like a relocation, a job change, pregnancy, um, a betrayal of some kind. Like there are a lot of different things, um, that classify as stressors and some stressors, you know, are proven to, you know, be a little bit more difficult to navigate than others. Um, there's even a list online that you can find that are like, um, it's like a a list of stressors and like which ones carry the most weight. Um, so if you're dealing with some major stressors and major life changes, or if you're even dealing with multiple stressors at one time, this can be a cause of feelings of insecurity. Um, so changes in relationships, 
last year for me was really full of relationship changes. I have made some personal um, commitments to myself, like about the types of relationships that I'm interested in, about the types of people that I desire to have around me in my personal life. And because I am aware of the fact that I am human, okay, and influenceable. Is that a word? Influenceable? Um, like I'm not easily influenced, but like I'm malleable. I'm a human. So other people's habits and belief systems and lifestyles can affect me and can change me. And I'm not here for some of the bullshit, okay, that people are into. So I was letting people go left and right, especially when it came to my work. I was not interested in having certain people um, around my work and having access to me. I've had a couple people, um, kind of try and take advantage of me financially this year, which is really, is a new experience and very strange. Um, so there were relationships that had to come to an end. So these very, I think maybe just change in general is, <laughs> a stressor and leads to feelings of, of instability. Um, probably that's the literal definition, but anyways, so there were a lot of relationships that had to, um, be let go. Um, and I don't regret letting go of most of the relationships that I've let go. Um, I'm a human again. So there are some people that I absolutely miss, but, still not willing to subject myself to certain um low standards (laughs) so you know that still is really um difficult like even though it's difficult like I feel like letting go of some of these relationships has been completely necessary and as a side note I would like to say um I know that there are some amongst among us who are like holding on to relationships because you have like so much time that you've had with people or maybe you're holding on to relationships out of you know a sense of need or like this is your partner you have children or you know it could be any type of a situation um but if you are if you are unhappy the person is not willing to work with you It's not fulfilling and satisfying. Like, life is short. So this may be a life change that has to be enacted, even if it's difficult. So changes in relationships may may be completely necessary, and I support them, but that doesn't mean that they're easy. Um, Another thing that has been creating, like, feelings of insecurity and, and kind of this feeling of instability, or, in sorry, instability in my life is overthinking which is I'm a you know I'm a thinker I like to think but I think that there is a point um at which it is just too much like there's some action that needs to be taken we don't need to keep thinking about it like the the solutions are obvious and some change needs to happen okay so I know a lot of you um and Tauruses are overthinkers and we need to do something about that shit because all that all that thinking and rethinking I 
it leads to doubt like it leads to self-doubting yourself it's like there's some there's only so much questioning of external things that's going to happen before you begin questioning yourself um which is not always a bad thing I think questioning yourself is definitely a part of self-awareness and introspection and like reflecting on the things that you've done is important obviously okay but after a while it's like bitch what's done is done you know what I mean like we can't we can't just doubt ourselves to death that's that's not helpful for anyone so overthinking um is a definite cause of insecurity um another thing is other people's opinions carrying too much weight so one of the reasons that I kind of slowed down on my podcast is that I saw bad ratings and I was like I'm not about to spend my fucking time okay doing a podcast for people who don't appreciate me spending my time that's how I felt but when I thought about it a little bit more, it was just like, well, maybe it's because I'm not as consistent. Maybe people are not enjoying the topics so much. Like this is an easy fix other than just my quitting. And the other thing is, um, if people don't like what I do, they don't have to engage with it. Right. So if this is something I enjoy, which it is, then I can continue doing this work and then trust that the people who are meant to be here will be here. But the reason that other people's opinions is even in a place where it could carry any weight in my life is that there are a lot of, you know, eyes on me. So I'm not a private person per se. Like I do share a lot. I'm open to sharing with other people. I love meeting other people, being in conversation, sharing ideas, um, teaching one another, you know, that I'm really into those things, but having thousands and thousands of people on my page, looking at my stuff, having access kind of feels a little weird to me. It's not an experience that I've had before. Um, you know, so just probably because it's new, because I don't know, um, I don't know who a lot of these people are. It just feels a little weird to me. It feels a little concerning. Okay. So the other thing is, some of those people that I've had the relationship changes with throughout uh, 2019 are not happy with me. And these are people who used to really matter, like they were really important. I think that when you end a relationship with someone, it doesn't necessarily mean that they just automatically stop mattering to you. Um, so that's been kind of challenging too, like dealing with other people's dissatisfaction with the choices that I'm making. I think that that's a really big one. You know, when you make a choice and first of all, you might be questioning, did I make the right choice? Some of the things like that we choose for ourselves, there's no way that we are going to know the full impacts of those things until, you know, time has passed until we've, we've lived with it a little bit. And that's just life, right? There's a lot of surprises to this shit, okay? So that's why confidence is so important. Like just trusting, like even if I do make the wrong decision, even if it turns out that this wasn't the best possible decision I could have made, the actions that I 
making the future and the things that I learned can compensate for some of my bad decisions and can help me um, kind of make up for some of those things. And there's always a possibility that I can go back and say, hey, I was wrong. I apologize for this. Please forgive me. And even if we can't relate the way that we did in the past, um, it still is important to me that you you know that I've learned enough from the situation to know that I was wrong or that I could have made a different decision or a better decision. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's all rooted in confidence. Um, But continuing with this list, causes of insecurity. Another thing that I feel creates feelings of insecurity is disconnection. Um, Disconnection from family, disconnection from things that are familiar to you, disconnection from your personal practice. Because another thing on my list is definitely gaps in spiritual practice. Like when you're away from your altars, you're away from your home space, away from your sacred space, that shit is not comfortable. Like, (laughs) obviously, um, you can be a traveling witch, you can carry certain things with you, you can create a sacred space wherever you are, that's actually highly recommended, um, but there is, I feel like there is no substitute for your sacred space, like being in the sacred space that you've created for yourself. Um, at the same time, that's a huge consideration, I think, is not being com- becoming too attached to certain tools and certain locations and being able to practice and connect to the divine no matter where you are, which is why I really do um, enjoy the practice of prayer um, and meditation. I enjoy centering and grounding. I really enjoy those practices because they're ones that you carry with you that you can do, um, no matter where you are. Um, and that can really help you remain connected because wherever you go on this planet, you are still on the earth and you can always center and ground yourself. You can pray, even if it's just in the, the privacy of your own mind. So creating kind of an inner temple, I guess I'm getting into solutions now which feels really good. Um, But creating that inner temple um, where you can always connect with your higher self and with the divine. Uh, But feeling disconnected and having these gaps in spiritual practice, such as when you're traveling or when you're sharing your home space with people who are not allies to your practice, you know, or agreeable to your practice, that shit can be really tough. And it can rock you and uh, make you feel a little um, disconnected. Another another thing that I mean by gaps in practice is like not taking the time to handle those things that are important. So not do, keeping up with your washes and your baths and, um, you know, feeding the guardian of your home or, or, you know, taking time to replenish your wards or whatever you use for protection in your home. Um, not keeping up with your prayers, not keeping up with your altars, that shit will have you out here feeling <laughs> insecure as fuck. So make sure you are um, staying on top of those things. Um, another thing that I mentioned, all of these are kind of the same thing. It's like doing something new, um, growing, being outside of your comfort zone. So for me, traveling overseas, very uncomfortable. I'm in a place where the primary language is not English. Um, I'm around, you know, a a bunch of people whose lifestyles are different from mine, like very, very uncomfortable. 
and to also be there for as long as I was I was there for almost 10 days was really not did not feel good like I I guess I just was not in this is more of a hibernation season like definitely should be spending time at home that's one of the things I intended for myself um and one of the reasons I was so okay with letting go of old relationships is because I need to be in my house studying reading writing um and producing content so traveling and being across the damn world <laughs> did, just, just did not feel um, as good as I thought it might feel. Um, and, you know, doing anything new, like highly suggested, but I don't know if this is the season for that. I feel like winter is more time to to relax, to eat your favorite foods, to be with the people you love most, the people... Um, you know the people you're intimate with spend time with them I feel like that's what this season (laughs) lends itself to so um I'm in you know South Florida so it feels like it's springtime here some days feels like it's summertime it's really um warm and beautiful and bright so I I literally forget that it's wintertime Um, that's why I like places where you have four seasons because it helps you to connect with the energy of the season more easily. Like if you're in a place right now where it's cold and it's snowy, you're more naturally inclined to spend time indoors, to light the fire, to meditate, to do some of your protection work, to be in kind of an introspective and reflective mood. But when you're in a tropical place where it's always warm, you kind of have to remind yourself to get into that energy. Um, So anyways, being outside of your comfort zone and not aligning yourself with the natural seasons can be really, um, jarring um and can kind of shake your your sense of security um and doing things that are new is always recommended but like don't be afraid to be in your comfort zone I know there's like a lot of fanfare for like get outside of your comfort zone but like you should also have a comfort zone you should also have sacred space in a place where you feel relaxed and calm at ease at home that's also important um and then the last thing is focusing on weak ass haters like when you are seeking to do a work that affects other people and you are putting your ideas out there and maybe you know you're adding a fresh face or a fresh voice to the mix there are going to be people who don't like it for whatever reason um and that's okay but when you focus on those people instead of focusing on the people that you are here to serve and add value to sense of a sense of insecurity abounds um and that's one thing that I was definitely um guilty of towards the end of the year is that I'm focusing on these people who for for whatever reason have problems with me um so yeah so that's my list of some of the reasons that you might be experiencing a you know, a sense of insecurity. So if any of those things rings true for you, I encourage you to really like take some time out this week to consider and give yourself credit for some of the changes you've made, some of the 
ways that you may not be, you know, really taking advantage of the winter season? Are there any um, ways that you've been operating outside of your comfort zone lately? Do you, Are there any ways that you can find your, your way back to a sense of feeling at home are there any ways that you can kind of replenish your sacred space and spend some more time there are there any things that you need to reflect on think about process are there any relationships that have come to the to an end recently because you gotta you gotta keep in mind like our relationships with other people like as witches make no mistake like we are not as far as spiritual spiritual paths go we don't lie about our pursuit of knowledge and power and love and community like though we pursue those things actively we're you know very honest about it I think as a community so when your relationships change or you know your pursuit of your spiritual connection to the divine leads to your relationships with people you're familiar with not working that can be very rattling that can be earth shattering okay so you want to make sure that you are present with yourself you're you're giving yourself the space you need to process things you're not doing the merry-go-round things with relationships getting out of one jumping into another one especially if you need time to heal to think to journal to to do some some workings for yourself to support yourself with your own magical practice like give yourself those things especially if you're feeling insecure and anxious <sighs> so uh the the second part of this podcast is going to be in overcoming um insecurities like i have a short list of um some of the things that i'm doing um in which i you know, recommend that you do for yourself as well. Um, and I hope that they'll be helpful to you. So let me take a, let me take a breath (laughs) and then, um, I will continue in just a moment. took some time to clean my altar light some incense and some candles and have a meal and now I am ready to do the second part of this podcast and in part two I'm talking about ways to overcome feelings of insecurity anxiety now one of the things that I will always suggest is prayer, which is how we started the podcast. <clears throat> Doing a brief prayer for poise, for peace, for centeredness. And in that prayer, I mentioned a practice that is very popular amongst witches. And that practice is called center and grounding. So that's definitely something that you can do, meditating, praying. Those will absolutely help to quell feelings of anxiety. Um, But another thing that, oh, well, a third thing too um, that I'm demonstrating that you can do 
to help overcome those feelings of insecurity is to transmute those feelings into a project. So understanding that anxiety is very close um, as far as how it feels and moves through the body to excitement. So taking that energy and channeling it into a creative project such as I'm doing with creating this podcast I think is a really powerful way to transmute um, energy which by one definition is just um, some excess um, energy or excess emotion so taking some of that that excess emotion like scraping it off the top and just channeling it in it into something else another thing that I recommended earlier is to pay more attention to the messages that you receive from your body from your mind so that your body doesn't have to send excess messages um, to get you to pay attention so the next thing that I would like to recommend for overcoming feelings of insecurity is truth Thinking and remembering and studying truth. Now, I have an entire section of my library, my personal library, that is dedicated to new thought or so-called new thought, um, which is just recycled thought um, (laughs) texts that I can take time to read. So books about the subconscious mind, books about prayer, books about... um, affirmations and all of these different healing modalities that when I take the time to get into a space of remembering these things, studying them, I feel better because it's like being reminded of all of these tools you have access to. Now in the Christian Bible, there is a scripture in Philippians, uh, which is whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So it's really about focusing on resources, focusing on truth, on God, on spirit, on source, on the power that vibrates the entire universe, focusing on those things that feel good when you think about them, like the fact that we get to create our life. We are co-creating this, um, which let me just take a moment here because that thought that we create or co-create our lives may actually give rise to feelings (laughs) of insecurity. And the reason for that could simply be the overthinking that I mentioned is one of the, the leading causes of feelings of insecurity, right? So those thoughts like, well, what if I fuck it up? How, how do I know that I'm creating the right thing? What if I mess up? What if I make the wrong choice? What if, you know, all of these overthinking things that we do. So the thought that I create my life can also be kind it can create a little bit of anxiety, right? So the way that I, combat those feelings, combat those feelings of insecurity, um, is I always include kind of a fail safe into my prayers. When you hear me in my prayer, I release this prayer to law, knowing that it is made right, perfect, and 
exact. When I say those words at the end of my prayers, it's like whatever part of this prayer that I fucked up or if there's a part to the prayer that I didn't include or something that I forgot to add, it's added now because I said so. It's added now with this phrase, it is made right, perfect, and exact. So that I'm never walking away from my prayer time with this fear that you know, what if I didn't say the prayer right? What if I didn't, you know, what if I forgot to say something or if I was focused a little bit too much on my denials instead of my affirmations and, you know, which are two steps in scientific prayer. What if I, you know, what if I didn't say the prayer powerfully enough or what if I say this prayer and then I go right back into worrying all of the things that can go wrong. I kind of, um, implant my prayers with kind of this fail safe, um, affirmation of this prayer is made right perfect and exact so also you'll notice that I'm using the word co-create which means you're creating this life in this world for yourself but you're not in this alone life is creating with you So all of the resources in the universe, including other people, are conspiring with you for your success, for your positive outcomes, for your empowerment. So keeping in mind that life is for you, that life is in support of you um, and your personal processes and in support of your overall winning and success. That's really um, important consideration to keep in mind. So... Another way to help you overcome insecurities is the practice of affirmations, uh, which is similar to prayer, but affirmations are kind of like, if if prayer is like a meal, affirmations are like little bites or little snacks. So affirmations are extremely powerful and they are ways to code your mind to produce specific outcomes in your world. So instead of allowing your thoughts to to just appear in your mind or to be whatever they just happen to be that day, instead of allowing yourself to drift, affirmations are a really powerful way to um, to choose how you will think, how you will feel, what you will produce, what you will pay attention to. Because attention flows where, um, I'm sorry, um, energy flows where attention goes. So whatever you focus on grows, it expands in your life. So being very intentional with your um, thoughts and your focus through affirmations or it's also called auto-suggestion or self-suggestion. It's you literally telling your mind, this is what we're focusing on. This is what we're manifesting. This is what we're creating. And your word is law. So you never have to worry about, I'm lying to myself. You know, I'm saying I'm prosperous, but I'm not yet. You speak things as though they were because you are laying down the law when you pray and when you say your affirmations. That's why you say them present tense now because this, from this moment forward, this is what we're going to do. Now, obviously, our bodies take a little bit more time than our minds and our spirits. They're on a kind of different timeline. They they are relate to time differently. So usually our mind and our spirit get there they get the message they get the new 
um, reality long before, long before our bodies do. That's okay. Allow that space, allow that time for your mind, um, for your body to catch up with your mind and your spirit. The next thing that I would suggest in overcoming feelings of insecurity is deliberate creation. So I just told you, like, we co-create our lives and life itself is for us. Um, Life is literally what we are. As spiritual beings, we are having in an eternal experience. This is just a little stop off on this particular planet in this particular world at this at this particular time. We're having this human experience, but we are eternal beings um, and we're on an endless journey. And that's a really beautiful thing. It's a really fun thing. We get to co-create it as we go. So creating deliberately. Um, is like creating your life on purpose. This is something that I think should be number one (laughs) on the list. Like this is so important. And I, at the end of the year, found myself struggling a little bit um, with this particular truth because I was complaining so much about things that I didn't like, uh, people that I didn't like, experiences that I didn't like. And it was almost like I had completely forgotten that I'm co-creating this shit. Like, I'm making this. <laughs> it would be like painting a picture and the whole time you're complaining, I hate this the shade of green. And it's like, you literally have every shade of green in existence to choose from. And in, instead of selecting something different, you want to sit here and complain that's what you're gonna do it makes no sense so remembering the fact that you have the freedom to deliberately intend your life is so powerful and so vital um that I think it should be if you like if you it should be the number one takeaway from this list and if you need some exercises and some ideas about how to play the game of deliberately creating your life I highly recommend that you read books by Abraham Hicks listen to their recordings because they have all types of exercises and games that you can play um, to help yourself create and manifest your dream your world, your life. The next thing um, is creativity, which I've already um, touched on is like transmuting this, these feelings of anxiety. Sometimes I, I really believe that insecurity, the feelings of anxiety is too much pent up energy. You're overthinking instead of getting these thoughts out there, instead of having a conversation, talking it out, maybe even moving your body, acting it out because certain things like exercise and walking, being in nature, having sex dancing these things moving your body is a really great way to process that excess emotional energy through your body so creativity making something channeling it if you're gonna have all this excess energy anyway you might as well use it to create something beautiful something that wasn't here before The next thing that I would highly recommend, I feel like I suggest this, I find a way to suggest prayer in every episode, but I think I also um, recommend studying and learning a lot as well. Now, as witches, we are very honest about our quest, our pursuit of power, knowledge, love, and community. 
a lot of us are returning to reawakening the magic that is in our blood, that is in our genetic information um, and genetic makeup, right? A lot of us are returning to it, we're reclaiming it, we're reawakening it. And we are flooding social media platforms, connecting with each other, asking each other questions, sharing information, following each other, teaching each other, right? So we understand like there with all of our questioning with all of our wanting to do a love spell or fix some kind of you know um create the kind of romance and love that we desire in our life and with with our um seeking for secret knowledge so that we can become more empowered like we are very clear about what we are after we're very honest um about what we're after here in this community and I think one of the things with that pursuit of knowledge is it's important to understand like no one on the planet has all the answers um I mean witches do not pretend to have all of the answers one thing um one of you know one spiritual tool that you'll find a lot of witches um have is books of shadows we have a collection of books that contain knowledge on the planets, um, on correspondences, herbs, crystals. We have, like, you know what I mean? Um, some of our previous spell work, some of our previous divinations. Um, we have information about the divinations, about altars and oils, and like all of these, um, all of these different. Um, books of knowledge and information for our reference we are constantly learning referencing remembering and practicing so as witches some of that energy that mental energy that may be going into overthinking um or allowing our emotions to run haywire some of that may simply be that we are not taking enough time for practice studying and learning so one of the things that I have to recommend um, to the practitioners here is that you are taking time every single day to study to learn something in your practice and to to actually do something for yourself sitting down at the altar saying your prayers lighting your incense and your candles anointing yourself with oils whatever it is for you do the things at least something for yourself every single day um I've already recommended the rooting centering grounding another thing I just want to make sure that you hear me when I say this is stillness this society is very busy is very go go not a lot of time being taken to just simply be still now if we do not develop the practice of being still how are we supposed to have this um skill how are we supposed to have this ability if we never cultivate it within ourselves we have got to practice this habit if it's a if it's a resource we want to be able to tune in tap into that means that if you are feeling anxious and shaky and wobbly and you can't get it together you have to be able to get yourself back into a space of stillness because you've practiced it so much and not waiting just like 
I wouldn't recommend waiting until you're in the middle of a catastrophe to pray. I also would not recommend waiting until you're in the middle of a panic attack to try to be still. You have to do this on a daily basis so that when you're having the meltdown or the emotions are happening, it's easier for you to move towards stillness. Even if you don't do it perfectly, even if you don't achieve it perfectly, it'll be easier for you to move towards stillness if you've been practicing it every day. And the last thing is honesty. Honesty is a really, really big source of relief for me. I'm a Sagittarius. We value knowledge and studying and wandering and learning and seeing and experiencing. We love newness. You know, we love adventures. Um, But we also really, really value honesty. For me, the way that I'm using honesty to kind of quell my feeling of anxiety and insecurity is by telling you that I'm having these feelings. It feels good to be able to confess that, to get it out of my mind, to get it out of my heart space. Another thing that I'm being very honest about is even though I've ended a lot of relationships and I don't regret any of the relationships I've ended, I still miss people I still think about them. I still wonder if there were better decisions that could have been made. So being honest, I think that's one of the reasons that therapy is so effective is that you are giving yourself the space, the opportunity to say what you really feel out loud while another person is listening. That's why coming on this podcast feels so therapeutic to me because I'm giving myself that space and that opportunity to say what I feel and think in real life out loud. So giving yourself that respect, giving yourself that space and opportunity in your life, even if it's only one person in your whole entire life who you can tell the truth to about how you feel and about what you're thinking. Make sure you take the time to do that. So those are my notes and thoughts on um, processing and moving through feelings of anxiety. I really hope that um, these ruminations have been helpful um, to you. And I would love to hear some of your thoughts and feelings um, and some of your personal ideas and practices on um, moving through and moving past feelings of insecurity and anxiety. If you wouldn't mind hopping on over to our Instagram page and finding a season two, episode one post and maybe adding some of your notes there. I would love to hear from you. I hope that this... Um, podcast episode has been beneficial to you and can't wait to speak to you more soon. Peace and blessings.